Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua, Gangsta Time Code. Well, it's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, everybody? Um, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. And also joining us is the disembodied voice of our producer. It is Edgelord. Big news, Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, we are back with a full lineup. Uh, I think this is like one of the rare opportunities where we have all of the manga out this week so uh very excited to get into it let's not waste any fucking time let's get into plugs really fast you can find me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram joshua cole where can they find you at jd cole underscore 37 that's on instagram as well and i'm at ny chillin with an en not an ing that's on twitter oh yeah brian you can find me at b.esp on both instagram and twitter and if you want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll, which we did this week. We actually got it done. Uh, we do have a three way tie, though. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, go on by uh, just uh, vote for your favorite series. We put up the poll uh, about a couple hours after the official release. Uh, that comes out on the Viz website. So uh, usually Sunday afternoon-ish. So check us out on there. Vote for your favorite series and we announce them on the show. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, let us know. Uh, drop us an email or you can comment under whatever video you're watching, whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for every series that we cover. Uh, you could also subscribe to us. Why don't you do that? It'll be super sweet of you if you did. Uh, subscribe to us. Give us a like. Give us a share. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, please uh, comment. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you guys think about this week's chapters as per usual. And uh, yeah, uh, you could also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you prefer audio podcasts only, uh, the audio version of the podcast usually comes out first. So uh, it's a good incentive to subscribe on those platforms if you want. Uh, so check us out on that. Leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think we got all the, the uh, plugs out of the way. Let's get into spoilers as we uh, start the show. <laughs> One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1047, The Sky Over the Capital. Uh, last we left off, the battle has been raging on in Onigashima. Uh, the entire palace is breaking down, is burning down, uh, as the random straw hats across the castle have been finding various ways to put out the fire. Uh, Jimbei and Raizo's efforts being the more successful, it seems. Uh, by just straight up flooding uh, the entirety of the uh, Onigashima castle. So while that's happening, the epic battle between Gear 5, uh, Sun God, Nika, Luffy, and uh, Kaido uh, is raging on as per usual. It's pretty dead even at this point. Uh, they're, they're just like matching each other blow for blow. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Yamato is just trying to uh, yell Momonosuke into fucking doing something. You know, trying to make these dragon flame clouds so he can pull Onigashima away as uh, there's a race against time about 
you know, Onigashima dropping on top of Wano proper and killing a lot of folks. Uh, so, you know, Momonosuke has kind of got to get a move on there. Um, and we start this chapter with a little bit of a flashback uh, to the night where uh, Odin's palace was burning down. Uh, and, you know, uh, his mom, Toki, who has time travel abilities of some sort, uh, is trying to convince her... Uh, is trying to convince Momonosuke to travel 20 years into the future with the, uh, I, uh, the Akazaya nine. Uh, and you know, he's just a kid. He's 10 years old. Uh, and he's, uh, being asked to burn in the responsibility of a whole Shogun. So, you know, he's, he's got some natural hesitation at this point. Conjuro's there. I saw that. <laughs> the fucking snake. Uh, and uh, after some convincing, uh, Momonosuke is, you know, he puts on a brave face and uh, he says that he he will go with the samurai time travel into the distant future. And um, Momonosuke starts to, like, cry because he feels like he's failing his mom because the whole reason he went back is to prevent whatever's about to happen from happening. So, you know. He continues his efforts. Meanwhile, uh, we did see right last chapter. Luffy literally grabbed lightning, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, in that last panel. And now he follows through starting off the battle by s- just straight tossing lightning at uh, Kaido, uh, who finds it pretty entertaining. He's like, preposterous. He's, you know, he's just dodging it. But, you know. Kaido, Kaido's not really like phased by being tossed lightning itself. Uh, he drops it down and he smacks Luffy away. Uh, still, Luffy tries to do like it does this whole weird lightning pole dance, uh, and uh, he tries to bounce back at Kaido, um, but Kaido counters him pretty quickly, smacks him down into the ground. He starts talking actually about how, you know. He may have like gotten this boost in power, but uh, abilities alone don't really uh, conquer the world. I mean, after all, Roger didn't have any fruit powers, uh, which is a pretty stern confirmation that he pretty much conquered the world with just hockey. Um, so not surprising at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he says uh, like Roger didn't have any fruit powers because only hockey can transcend all. As he hits him with the destroyer of death, Thunder Bagua. Um, and, you know, I guess Luffy is on his last rope because he manages to grab Kaido on his way to being catapulted into the sky for the bajillionth time in this fight. Uh, and he's getting ready to kind of end it. Uh, Kaido's trying to get rid, like, Luffy to let go of him, but uh, his club doesn't work on his, like, stretched out arm. So uh, he just sends a bunch of, like, slashing attacks into the sky uh luffy seems to narrowly dodge them because even in his sun god form cutting attacks are still his weakness uh the meanwhile back down on wano everybody is letting go of their um lantern things you know as a as a tradition to say goodbye to the recently deceased uh and i feel like uh what's coming with that is going to be a really nice visual i don't know why but i feel like that's just going to be part of a big two-page spread where Luffy knocks him down. Uh, but it'll be really cool. Anyway. Yeah. 
um kind of was just doing everything possible to get luffy to let go of him and uh, he, luffy's just holding on with every, every fiber of his being at this point uh down in the uh the skull dome uh the samurai are just kind of stealing themselves because now they're at a at an impasse that if luffy beats them then onigashima falls from the sky and they'll all die uh but you know what they're pretty stoked about that because if they ju- if only them die as a result of luffy uh fighting then uh then you know their families will be safe on wano uh, I guess their families don't need a positive male role model in their life. Yeah, I mean, they won't have a life. <laughs> if, you know, it's either have a positive male role model in their life or be dead because an island fell on them. Uh, fair point. <laughs> uh, it's it's tough. It's a tough choice. Everybody's like pretty like yeah, kid, beat them, straw. Don't I don't we don't care about us. We'll die. We get a little panel of kid being like. I don't know about that. <laughs> He's just like, don't kill me, dude. I'm trying to be king of the pirates too. Uh, we get a little like panel of Usopp being flooded out by, uh, I guess, Jimbei's water. It seems, um, inside of the treasure repository. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Orochi manages to wiggle free. Yeah, Orochi manages to wiggle free from the. Uh, the sea prism uh stone nail and uh is about to attack uh hiori take him down take her down with him uh and finally uh we end on a two-page spread of luffy coming down with a big big fist with like hockey and lightning just surging around it and uh it the island the fist is just as big as onigashima it seems and uh he's just like I, well uh, here it is i'm going to punch down and if you don't move onigashima right now it is what it is bro <laughs> so you're going to have to do your best to move this shit uh, and that's how the chapter ends proper uh so with that being said uh let's get into thoughts uh josh what did you think so I like how Mr. Wororo himself is just speechless. He has nothing to say with this. This massive black fist comes down <laughs> from the heavens. He's like, whoa. I do think he's in his mind thinking, finally, this could be it. I could die here. For right now. This is this could be it for me. The lightning was weak, but this. A whole lightning hockey fist. It could do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about this one, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed the chapter. I don't really have any. Any, I don't know. This the the chapter itself didn't spark any major thoughts in my mind. And all like to be honest with you, mm. like the fight. I mean, Kaido's not scared of lightning, and he could dodge it. That's Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, this one, uh, I think this one was, uh, oh, well, I, are you done with your thoughts? Yeah, I'm done. Uh, Brian, what did you think, actually, before we get into mine? Oh, thank you. Um, this chapter, I didn't have, I don't have much to say about this chapter either, except for the fact that I don't think this punch is going to be the final punch of this fight. I think it's I over think, for Kaido. 
Nah, I don't think Kaido is. I think he, I think that panel was him accepting his death in defeat. And he's going to nah. sit there like this and say, "Yes, bring it." <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, Kaido, Kaido, too strong. Watch, he's going to do some crazy shit next chapter. Yeah, uh, that's all I have to say. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I dis- disagree really, but I do. I mean, I don't know. I, I have no idea where this is going to go. A lot of people are just like, this, this is where the raid fails. Uh, and I, bro, I don't know anymore. Uh, I guess they can't. Is, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know at this point. Uh, Everyone wants four emperors to still run around after this. That's it, Chris. You have to accept. That I guess that's so. Hey, maybe, maybe I don't know Oda as much as I thought. Maybe, maybe, maybe they really want Oda to say, you know what? Instead of four emperors, now there's eight emperors. Yeah, normal warlords and yeah. admirals, just emperors. There's an emperor battle royale where none of the emperors ever lose. <laughs> Not especially Luffy. He he doesn't lose the most. Yeah, and that's how he wins. Yeah. No, Kaido's going to be king of the pirates because he cannot lose. Under- I think so, too. <laughs> I think that's the point of this arc in the entire One Piece franchise. <laughs> yeah, One Piece die- and Luffy dies here, and then Kaido takes over. Yeah. He's like, I'm the main I character. I feel like now. there's been a lot of evidence to point towards that being the case. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, we got an ass pull. We did get an ass pull. Um, I, I, I guess... He has a point to go if- he does have the Poneglyph. Uh, I'll say that this is my RGC. Uh, my really good chapter of the week, honestly. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. I'm not surprised. I'm just a little disappointed. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know. By, in you, in your decision. I know. You're. I mean, I, I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't misinterpreting that. I was like, I wonder what Josh is disappointed in. <laughs> I don't know. It was just uh, so we're all clear here, <clears throat> Christian. Josh is very disappointed in your decision. Yeah, I, I apologize. No, I, not very mildly. He's very disappointed in me, Brian. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, it's like a three. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I thought this was a cool last chapter. I don't whether this is like the penultimate fight chapter or not. Um, I think this was a pretty cool one, building up the tension and all that stuff. Uh, Everything is coming up to a head. Uh, a lot of like character development for Momonosuke because uh, in theory he's come a long way. Um, you know, because he was very reluctant at the start of this chapter, and you know he's still scared as shit. But you know he's like out here. He turned into a whole ass adult dragon to face off against Kaido himself, you know. So it, he's he's still right. he's he's learned he's learned a little bit. He's matured a lot, and he's had to because he's still a ten year old trapped in a twenty eight year old's body. Um, so that that has been interesting. Uh, as much uh, like uh, the more I get to see Gear Five in action, the more I get used to it, and you know I think that's a good thing in general because it was a little jarring. I will say, although I don't think it's like an ass pull or anything, it I I will say that it was jarring to suddenly to look back at where this battle started and like to see yeah. where it is now is like oh <laughs> wow lots changed <laughs> for Luffy in this, it sure has. in this last forty seven chapters. 
But you know what? 47 chapters is a long time. Because I think they start to be going on? Yeah, they started. If you look at it, they started fighting in chapter like 1001 ish. So. Wow. You know, they have been fighting a long time, you know? And they have been fighting a long time with Luffy mastering Ryuo, beating him up. You know, I don't think like. I think there's a lot of merit to Kaido too strong, but Kaido has also been fighting someone who's who's been like using the Rio or hockey that like scarred him in the first place. And yeah. I think a lot of people are neglecting that fact. Rio, but this is the hockey that actually hurts Kaido, and he's been fighting it for let's say even twenty chapters if you divide it down the middle, because he wasn't using Rio the whole time. Uh, so. Yeah, I I don't know uh, if Kaido too strong is like all of that crazy of a thing. But who imagine knows? if someone smacked you in your face, like smacked the shit out of you with Rio. Yeah, it would like kill a normal like person. Rio you... imbued smack. Well, because the thing yeah, about Rio, we're not Kaido. We're not jacked like Kaido. Well, the thing about Rio well, is that happened. it slaps the shit out of you, but it also slaps the shit out of inside of you. You know, like. <laughs> Ryuo like destroys spells? you from the inside. So, you like, die? if you slap, if I slap you in the cheek, the inside of your teeth are also slapped really hard. Wow, <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> yeah, if you if you knock on someone's door, Ryuo, you knock the you're inside knocking of on that person too inside the house. <laughs> yeah, if you really want to, if you focus your Ryuo that much. Uh, or you're knocking on the mechanisms of the door yeah I mean I think like it could be said that Sentomaru use Ryuo hockey in general because I think he's from Wano probably you said Sentichoro Sentomaru the the judo guy with the axe the the sumo wrestler guy yes yeah, 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 yeah. That guy with the giant axe to fucked with the PX. Yeah, he watched Luffy. Yeah, Luffy could do nothing against him. He was the strongest guy in the world at one. Yeah, it's hockey plus the the uh, Nika powers. There's a lot going on. Uh, kind of. Yeah, was Chris when when Mister Axe and, and Hand Hand Man put the beats on Luffy. <laughs> I should have you feeling away where you were like, who the fuck is this guy and why is he so powerful? Bro, I was just like, I had an attitude. I had my old arms full. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who's, who's this guy? Who's why this is guy? he so cocky? But now Santomaro gets washed any day of the week. <laughs> He's done. Does he? Did I, they have a rematch? No, but I'm sure that that's it for him. He's Santomaro. He's that's going to be a rivalry match for Luffy. He still needs to get that back. Because he was using hockey, and now Luffy knows hockey. He can't use it so easy anymore. Fair enough. All this to say, I thought this two-page spread was dope, too, with the giant fist coming down. Um, very one piece to end things on a giant fist, if this is how it's going to end. <laughs> um, and it's also that one pa- like that two-page spread with uh, the Thunder Bagua. I thought that was like really well-drawn and cool-looking. Um, I don't know. Lots of love in this chapter. I just uh, I'm I'm really appreciating One Piece right now, and maybe I'm I'm like going off of the high of the newest like anime episode. They just animated like the chapter where they get to the rooftop, uh, and they they 
fucking went ham, dude. Like, I don't know what these animators are on, but they did not sleep for, it seems like, a month to animate how well they animated. I don't know if you saw it, bro. Yeah, it's like movie quality stuff right there. Like, I watched, like, three different clips. It's better than some movies, which is kind of wild. I don't think I've ever seen an animation that looked that beautiful. It's kind of weird. It's close to Demon Slayer quality of animation. Is Goldline Shiki dead? No. 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 No, maybe <laughs> he could be. No, he's, he's not. Up to this fight. He fell. He fell into the abyss. So, you know, he could be dead. We didn't see he him just, come back. He just fell down and the guy knocked out. He's good. Yeah, he probably landed somewhere nice and he's fine. We'll get cover pages of him eventually. Um, but yeah, I, I lots of love in this chapter. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm ready to move on. If you guys are, yeah. Then let's go. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, chapter 351. Two flash fires. Uh, it's been two weeks since we talked about My Hero. Uh, last we left off, we got uh, a more detailed look into Dobby's past, uh, what he was doing between the time that he flamed up in that uh, forest and uh, and the current time where we last saw him. Uh and basically, he's he's uh, been under the care of on, uh, All for One. And then he left, and then he came back because he joined up with Shigaraki and all that stuff. So he ended up back where he started, as far as that is concerned. Uh, and now we're starting off uh, in the actual battle in the present time uh, between uh, the two Todorokis. Um, you know, uh, Dobby's yelling his anti-father mess his anti-father rhetoric is like you know what maybe it's cool that dad's not here Mm -hmm. i'll kill you instead um he's like fully melting the statue yeah he's like liquidizing a stone statue which is pretty crazy um you gotta be really hot in order for that (laughs) to happen um he loads up his flash fire fist, which, you know, by the way, the art continues to be pretty stellar, I will say. Um, he uses uh, this version of the health, uh, flash fire fist called Hell Spider, where he just drops off a bunch of like legs like a spider, I guess. It's reminiscent of uh, Endeavor's move, it seems. Uh, I don't know if we've ever seen Endeavor use it. It would be more effective if we did <laughs> in my opinion but um yeah he's uh you know there everybody's trying to stave off these fires as best they can uh when Todoroki comes back and uh tries to counter with his own fire but Dobby appears right behind him knocks him out with a fucking punch sends him flying um and he keeps wailing on him you know just yelling about all this shit uh, about the endeavor and all that stuff uh, he said, "The boy who was born with everything, but you sure don't capitalize on it. No one say, no one's willing to you to say it to your face. You're a feckless, half baked puppet. You'll never make a damn thing out of yourself." As he uppercuts, Jesus Christ! It's like, oh my god, <laughs> I've got some legit thoughts about you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you mad, Dobby? Jesus Christ! So upset for no reason. It's- Snowflake skin. You need his fucking. Take all of this heat. 
Man, a lot of like these My Hero Academia characters could be defeated with a good session of therapy, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their number one weakness is a good therapist. Um, but yeah, he knocks Todoroki through a building. Um, but, uh, you know, Todoroki gets up and um, he talks about how like he took the long way around and he was full of uh, doubt all the while. And he was like just focusing on his father this whole time. But you know what? I was I I, I met friends <laughs> and I was working on keeping up with them, you know, and uh, because he was like in this like um, friendly competition with the other classmates, he uh, was able to create something more from flash fire. Um, and uh, we cut to a little flashback of Todoroki talking to his dad Um and he's talking about how, like, he should be the one to fight Toya. Um, you know, that should be my duty. But, you know, his dad's kind of argue is like, we should face him together. And he's like, nope, my skill set is perfect for Toya. We all have our part to play in this. So, you know, we'll stop Toya. And Your part is not interfering in this family battle. Yeah, I got I got this, basically. Um. He says, and, and Todoroki says that, like, our family may be fucked up, and our dad may have been a, an abusive asshole, but when you burned all those people to death, that was your choice. You're not taking any more innocent lives, as he comes in with his uh, flash fire fist, uh, and as he uh, unleashes it, uh, he tells uh, Dobby to... Uh, aim all his rage at them as he unleashes flash fire fist phosphor and uh that's where the chapter ends proper uh josh what did you think about this chapter um lit fight no pun intended <laughs> um dabby's really angry and there's an incredible amount of exposition in this chapter mm -hmm. i didn't know how to feel about it so I thought it was dope that um the girl Burn, what's her name? Yeah, that's her name. Burning. Burning, yeah. Yeah. She says Shoto and I don't think she did anything else. <laughs> I told you guys if Burn fans, whoo, you be getting some premium content. I really don't have anything else to say. I thought it was a dope fight. Too bad we're gonna have to wait another month before we get the next chapter. Yeah, it'll be three weeks. Whereas, um, yeah, jump, jump I, in I wonder why. It's interesting. Black Clover is also going on hiatus, uh, for for a little bit, but we'll get to it when we get to that. But in general, yeah, next week all of the Jump series are off. Uh, and, but My Hero Academia and Black Clover in particular are taking a little bit more than that. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. I have some ideas, but. Uh, let's get into Brian's thoughts first. Brian, what did you think about this chapter? This chapter was pretty fucking sick. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> I like the art. The art was pretty sick. Um, you know, I like that they cleared up why Endeavor is it wasn't chosen to come along on this battle specifically. Um they kind of needed the big guns for uh, the big guy. So Todoroki uh, kind of took it upon himself to take on the older brother. Um, but this art is fucking amazing. Like, 
all this setup is really great and um I think this is a classic shonen fight, you know? Like especially when one has like so much history behind it. Like like this one between brothers and separated brothers and long lost brothers. So I think this feels like a classic shonen fight chapter and I like that. I like that out of my hero. I want more shit like this, you know? <laughs> I want more classic shonen fights out of my hero. And this one is delivering pretty fucking good. All of Taroki's fights are pretty fucking dirty. Like, and it's only because of fire. Like, because it's fire and it's two people literally burning each other to death. It's it's a pretty uh, hectic fight. And I like that. Like, it, it just adds more because like usually Todoroki is a very reserved character but when it comes to Dobby who's like kind of an opposite someone who's literally let loose and doesn't give a fuck it's a really interesting fight I just like I love Todoroki and I love the family uh, fights and stuff so I'm excited to see how this turns out it's not my RGC though for the first time in on with his chest Whose chest? Is there ice and fire at the same time? I wonder. Who? Todoroki's. uh, Shoto's. I mean, his suit is is like an equalizer. So, you're talking about the fire on his chest? That's just fire? It's not fire and ice? It could um, be fire and ice. I think that's what like his flash fire. Like is. A little I'm bit trying little bit. to find out why I should think this form is cool. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a I'm form. I think he's just doing it like you know. This is how you like dead. Like he's re- he's regulating his body temperature because he's using flash fire as strong as that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. That's my guess. It's hard to tell in black and white. Uh, what what's happening? I feel like if this was animated, we get a little better idea of what's happening there. Um, but uh, my guess is, yeah, it's probably think, like a little bit of fire and ice happening. I think it's his suit. I think it's his suit not being able to like keep up with the amount of heat that Dobby's putting up because literally in in uh, the second page, um, he said uh, like Dobby is doing his thing, and then he's like he's raising his. He's faster at raising his temperature than me. And it's him holding his chest where the fire is coming out of. So I think I think that's just a malfunction from his suit. Or not a malfunction, but like a limitation of his suit. Like his suit isn't, cap- isn't capable of raising heat that fast. Uh, so there's literally fire spilling out. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard to tell a little bit. Um... My uh, my general thoughts about this chapter is, yeah, I, I also thought this was a pretty solid chapter. As far as action chapters go, it is good to see just like a straight up fight, you know, between two characters in My Hero. Uh, I think it's been a long time since we've seen that. Uh, and, you know, I, I think I touched on this earlier this uh, on last week's episode, but I did uh, want to mention that like there's been a lot of talk about uh, Horikoshi's burnout. You know, there's like a lot of like um, speculation, seeing as how we've getting a lot shorter and shorter chapters of my hero. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I, I it takes a lot of fucking work to draw this good, and um, 
if this is him at burnout, man, it, it is an impressive display of like creative stamina, you know, to like draw this like this fervently, you know, despite that. Um, a number of really cool panels in general. Uh, as far as the fight and the story itself, um, yeah, uh, I think it's. I don't know how I feel about not having Endeavor here because I feel like uh, he should be part of this fight in a way, be- seeing as how like this was a big family story involving everybody in this family, technically. Um, so it's a little weird to have these missing parts, but it also makes sense for Todoroki to like face this alone. So I'm not like broken up about it. It's fine either way for me, but... um. I think it would have been a, a little more effective if they were fighting together. Um, I don't think this is the end of the fight either. So, you know, maybe I, I think there's going to be maybe one more chapter uh, focusing on this oh, battle. This fight can't end without his mom pulling up and shooting the ice beam. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think it has to happen. She has to scream, ice beam! <laughs> and and hit, hit her child directly in the chest and say, cool the fuck out, Dabby. <laughs> I'm crazy too. Yeah, it's okay. We'll be fine. I I don't think that's I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I well, mean, a nigga could dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't disagree, but I I don't see where she would just randomly wander into this battlefield. Um, I don't know. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows what's going on? They're both clinically insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Overall, solid chapter. Uh. My Hero Academia, like we said, is off for three weeks at least. Uh, so I hope Horikoshi genuinely gets some rest uh, and is able to like kind of you know contemplate it after a while. I understand. Bro, take a motherfucking hike, bro. Go go read a book. Yeah, literally. Go to the amusement park, man. Fucking go fishing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, manga. I do some like- shit. Skydive. I don't know what it is. I feel like this generation of mangaka are experiencing the built-up burnout of mangaka's past where they're all just like so overwhelmed and overworked uh especially since i feel like nowadays the more things are demanded of mangaka so you know i am very okay with horikoshi taking a little vacay you know get his mind right because man this shit is hard it's hard to create all the time. And then also with having a fan base as crazy as my hero academia's can be sometimes, uh, I get it. <laughs> I get it, man. Does anyone know what phosphor means? I, I imagine it's like phosphorus. Like he's made f- like phosphorus, which is this weird gaseous substance. I don't know. Brian, can you look up what, like what properties phosphorus has relation in relation to like heat or something because I don't know. I feel like that's what it's aiming for. I don't know. Um, anyway, a poisonous, combustible, not non-metal which exists in two common allotropic forms. Whoa. He's made phosphorus. phosphorus. A yellowish solid which ignites spontaneously in air and glows in the dark. That's that's mm. white phosphorus. Did he's, he didn't specify which kind of phosphorus he was <laughs> he was doing there. Well, we'll find out in a flashback fire. or something. It's like this is yellow phosphorus. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
I'm looking for more of a white phosphorus. (laughs) (laughs) Got to go back to the lab on this technique. Yeah. But uh, that's all I got to say about my hair academia. Um, Are you you boys ready to move onward? Yeah. Yeah. Then let's do it. Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 182, Tokyo number two colony part two. Uh, last we left off, we were introduced to a new sorcerer known as Charles. Fuck. <laughs> What's his name? Charles. Ber- Bernard. Bernard or something. Yeah. Charles Bernard, uh, who is a manga artist who just got his work uh, rejected by Shueisha itself and uh, has somehow ended up in a Ferris wheel with Hakari. Uh, we thought we would get an explanation as to why they're in a Ferris wheel together, but Gege Akutami has decided, let's just get into the fight. You don't need to know how they got here. <laughs> let's just get into it, man. And they and get into it, they do. Apparently, uh, Charles whips out a fucking staff shaped like a G-pen, which is the commonly used pen that manga artists use to ink their their manga um real artists do that yeah and you know he he just starts to attack <laughs> he starts to attack akari while they're fighting on this ferris wheel uh and he's like reciting this poem akari is like what what the fuck are you talking about um and he's like this is a poem by one of the creators in one of the creators comments by katsura hoshino who i really admire uh <laughs> and uh, for those of you who don't know this, in Jump, they every author of every manga has like a little blurb that they just like say. It's just a random musing that they want to communicate to their uh, readers, uh, and that's what he's quoting. Um, and uh, yeah, he starts talking about how like manga artists are able to travel to fictitious spaces because they aren't satisfied with reality. But my reality was taken over by Jujutsu. I've lost my motivation as a reader and as a creator. Um, and uh, he's like, he, he's like, do you know what that feeling is called? And Hakari's like, boredom? No, <laughs> despair. Um, now a good guess. He, he tried. Yeah. Uh, Charles manages to like slash Hakari uh, across his cheek. Um, and uh, he uh using that uh he apparently he's fulfilled his condition for his curse technique by cutting hakari uh which is a condition that is ink so i guess part of the the curse technique is that he has to create his own ink whether it's from blood or some other liquid um and after that he just tags hakari with this square in the middle of his chest and um he's like what the hell is this but, um, you know, he goes for a counterattack. Uh, Charles easily dodges it and sends him flying off the Ferris wheel. Um, Hakari notices that, like, whoa, the way he moved just now was way more than just, like, being fast and his reflexes. Um, and so at that point, that's when Charles decides to explain his cursed technique a little bit. Um, he create he, the way he, uh, talks about is that he created a manga panel on hakari's chest um but specifically the panel and the bottom left which is um if you read manga it's right to left so it's the bottom left so that's technically 
the end of the page. And it's apparently the um the panel that draws the most uh view like the most attention from the reader. Uh but because he did that specific panel on Hakari's chest, he is able to see Hakari's near future about one second in advance. Uh so that's pretty sick. <laughs> pretty dope technique, pretty creative. Yeah. So basically he's able to see what Hakari's gonna do before he does it, uh at least one second into the future and uh, is able to dodge as a result, uh maneuver all that stuff. But uh Hakari is better than that, because he just like appears behind him because he's so fucking fast. Um and uh he realizes that like the weakness in this is that although he can see the future, he has to take time to look into the future and in that instance Hakari can take advantage and catch him by surprise um so you know he, he just continues to attack Hakari from his blind sides um and it's pretty one-sided at this point uh even though he can see the future he Charles is just getting knocked around um I thought it was that he has to physically see him in order to I thought that was the problem he says, like, he, I think he says, uh, you have to look to know, right? So Yeah, th- and by that he means like he has to be able to see Hakari, but Hakari is literally moving so fast that he cannot see him. Yeah. That's pretty intense. <laughs> that's that's uh, over so fast you can't even see what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, if, like I, if you can't see him, then he can't see the panel. That's why he's. I think that's what he's. That's so fucking fast, bro. Yeah. Uh. I mean. I. I will. I. I think that makes sense. For me, the way he he words it in in that you have to look to know, I think is that like he has to take a second to actually look into the future. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just always displayed for him. He has to like perceive the future first before he can act on it. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I I don't know. Maybe you're right, Brian. I uh, I could be bugging. Um, but in any case, uh, it is not working out for him. Um, so um, I think Akari manages to cut him again. Uh, not Akari. Charles manages to cut him again, uh, and I think create a new panel even uh, on Hakari, making it so he can see even two more seconds in the future. Um, and he's like, I'll be waiting in my blind spot. So why are you posing? And man, uh, we end with a two-page spread of Hakari activating his domain expansion all fucking ready. Um, and in that moment, uh, due to the guaranteed hits effect, uh, Hakari's domain and curse technique rules were revealed to Charles's brain. Oh, uh, wow. damn. Talk about a super heads up. Yeah. It's just so you know, because... I don't know if I wonder if that was like established as a thing, but like, you know, the the domains rules just being downloaded into your brain once you're in it. Uh, I don't know about that, but um, yeah, that's basically what happens is Charles is getting basically how everything he works, everything works uh, as he's yeah. activating his domain. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Um, I liked it. Um. I, I still wonder, I guess we're about to figure out what his ability is really like. It's kind of weird that he's already going for his domain expansion, but 
I guess just because he wants to use his domain expansion doesn't mean he necessarily needs to. Maybe he just wants to wrap up the fight because mm -hmm. he's over it, right? Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, I buy that. So, um, that's it. The, the, guy, the, the manga artist is interesting. His ability is interesting. But I wonder if he's going to play any kind of significant role aside from just getting his ass beat and being, you know what I'm saying, by being Hikari. Hikari. Um, otherwise, it was an okay chapter. Yeah. Wasn't the usual banger that Jujutsu Kaisen is. I'm looking forward to the net and it, seeing this in a couple weeks, though. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what did you think? I am still left highly curious about what the fuck Hakari is up to. Like, what is his deal? Hikari. Like, I... So, we could assume that it has something to do with, with gambling because it's literally called Idle Death Gamble and he is a gambler as well on top of that. So, there is there is a chance that it's about probability. I don't... I think it's going to end up being more like an ancient uh, an ancient sorcerer's uh, domain expansion, not like like your typical domain expansion where it's all about offense. Like the condition could be, oh, you know the rules and now you have to gamble in my domain instead of it being like a, like a, oh, I'm going to blow you the fuck up inside of my domain kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Which would be interesting because most modern sorcerers have that guaranteed to fuck you up uh, domain expansion, but I think it would be sick if his is more... Uh, is more like a casino, like a but he's the house, so the house always wins or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think I'm interested to see what he can do. Um, I honestly, after reading this chapter, I looked on the on a Wikipedia to try to see if there's more to his to his <laughs> first technique him, that bro. we don't know about, and we still don't know shit. So, uh, but to be fair, we also still don't know much about how um Okotsu's curse technique works either. So I doubt we will get like a full explanation, but we will get like a teaser so that we can be like, oh, so that's how it works. Hmm. Maybe. Like like they did with Okotsu, like he we just know that he can copy curse techniques. We just don't know to what extent. Um same thing with Hikari. We're probably gonna see like get a taste of what he can do and like have an understanding of what he can do. We just probably won't know how it actually functions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the only thing I'll say about that is that uh, the little subtitle thing here says that there is a guaranteed hit uh, in effect. So it may not necessarily like adhere to the ancient sorcerer's rules, but mm. uh, it would be cool. I do agree with you that if Hikari's technique seems to resemble more of like the past sorcerers, where they're more like games that you have to accomplish as opposed to like just offensive techniques, like guaranteed hit stuff. Um, I think I think the guaranteed hit is just to explain the rules, right? That's what they said. No, no the guaranteed hit is that like whatever you do in this domain is going to hit no matter what. The, the rules is something that like the sorcerer explains, you know, like because uh, uh, Higuruma had to do that when he. Yeah, but why? Why was it? Why? So it says the wording says due to the guaranteed hits effect. Hakari's domain and curse technique rules were revealed to to Charles. Yeah, because 
it, he got you. You're thinking too hard about the guarantee. He he, sh, he if had he just wrote it that he got like he's saying that he's seen the ability in the future, right? And oh. it all hits. So because he felt the the move in the future, he got the information with the uh, about it and was able to. You <laughs> know, be able to apply it in the past. I didn't even think about that because right now he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get hit with whatever this is for yeah, sure." Yeah, that's why his face was like, "Oh, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> oh my god!" In two seconds, it's over, bro. Get out of here now! <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no. Uh, let me give. Let me forfeit right now. Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, my thoughts are, I, I, I really like this <sighs> chapter, but you know, I also. I will also. Oh, yeah, RGC, it. by the way. Sorry. Oh, this is your RGC. Oh, this is Brian's really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Wow. Yeah. I feel bad not giving it my RGC, but, you know, it just didn't, um, <clears throat> it didn't blow me away in the moment when I read it. And, you know, not to say that it was a bad chapter, but, you know, given all of the weeks that we've had of Jujutsu Kaisen just knocking it out of the park, uh, it wasn't on that same like caliber, but you know what? It's still a great chapter. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I, you know, I would say that this is my third. It's a, uh, it's been an interesting week, uh, in terms of manga this week, but, um, I will say this last two page spread. It, it looks so cool. Hakari, like his little pose. I don't even know what this is like that. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, and uh, it's really cool. I, I also like the idea that he's just like over it. And he's like, all right, I got to kill this guy now. I'm over it. <laughs> um, But uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about Jujutsu Kaisen. I thought it was a pretty solid chapter uh, overall, but nothing. Uh, it didn't like blow me away, um, which is rare for Jujutsu Kaisen, honestly. Um, yeah, it didn't blow me away either. Yeah, maybe next chapter. I think probably next chapter. It's been a while since we've seen a domain expansion actually go through. Uh, like for real, for real, because uh, Megumi's almost didn't count because it was like incomplete. Yeah, uh, you know, we haven't seen a, a competently built domain in a minute. Uh, but with that being said, um, let's uh, let's let's move onward. Black Clover. All right, this is Black Clover, chapter three hundred and thirty-one, and time starts to move. Man, what a chapter. Um, starting off, we uh, Noct takes Yuno to meet somebody that uh, was someone that he desperately needed to meet. Uh, and it turns out that it is Yuno's mom. CL Grin, Grin Burial, who's been alive this whole time. I thought she was dead, but I guess not. <laughs> uh, she li- she lives. She alive. Um, so, you know, she's pretty, uh, stoked that her son made it, uh, through all this badness. Um, and at that point, that's when all of the subjects of, uh, the Spade Kingdom turned to, you know, it was like, will you return to the Spade Kingdom? Our nation's going to need your power. And, um, you know, you know, mom is like, there may be, there are many things I have to tell you. You may not be able to accept them right away, but, and then, you know, kind of just, he he makes his uh, call. He's like, I can't speak for the future. That said, there's a vow I have to keep first. The man that the man I made of that vow to is my family in this Clover Kingdom, my good friend and my rival. 
I've got unfinished business, son. I can't be your king. You're right. Let me go check on that real quick, and then I'll let you know later. <laughs> yeah, you guys weren't in my life. Would you want me to drop everything and just be your king? Absolutely not. You know, I'm so glad you're safe. You know, should have been like, Mom, I'm going to tell you this. I really couldn't care less about how you feel because I don't give a fuck how you've been safe or not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know you were alive. Where the fuck have you been in this whole arc? Asta's been my mom. <laughs> He's been my mommy. He's been my dad. And dad. He's been my everything while you just been chilling. He's been my. I'm rock gonna rock. go see my friend and I'm going to try to fucking murder him to be the wizard king. <laughs> and if I survive <laughs> and lose, then I'll come back. Yeah, if I if I win, then I'm gonna go be magic president of the Colover Kingdom. But yes. now, if I lose, I'll come back and chill with you in my very rich palace. Either way, I get a pretty posh life waiting for me. Yeah, it's a win-win for you, no? Yeah, for real. Meanwhile, Asta, this is all he's got. <laughs> it's either the Wizard King or he's just a stooge in the black balls. He's broke. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we we cut to you to Asta uh, talking to Lieb, and they're just like thanking each other. You know, he's like, "I just saw your memories, and I met my mom, and you know, just finding out that she loved me made me really happy." And I'm like, "Oh, Asta." <laughs> Hey, 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 bro. Thanks. Hey, and then Asta's like, yeah, bro. Thank you. And, I, and, and like, like, yeah, 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 but bro, thanks. <laughs> and they do that for about a few pages. There's that uh, part in South Park where um, I think it was like Kenny's, di- Kenny's dead episode or something where uh, Carmen was talking to the doctor about fixing Kenny and then they would just walk away from him. He's like, and doctor, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and then Cartman would walk away. The doctor would be like, hey, Cartman, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. And doctor, so thanks. <laughs> just, they just kept doing it back and forth. But um, yeah, this is a little sweet moment. Not for nothing. Uh, Lieb is like, now it's my turn to make your dreams come true. You helped me kill that guy. And now I'm going to help you become wizard president. Yeah. <laughs> I like the little demon laugh. Yeah, yeah. Leap is really cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm the devil still, don't forget. Yeah, Leap is the man. I'm gonna do mischievous, evil things to you, <laughs> knowing that fucking bitch fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna slap that bitch fairy around and sh- shove that blood rusty sword up a fairy ass. <laughs> Yeah, fuck those guys, Asta. Let's get them. Austin looks at him like, "All right, bro, take it easy." Hey, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shoving this sword up no fair. Come on, man, chill. I know you're the you devil. You relax, my nigga. Do you have the devil? Do you have the demon core now? Did he get that shit to you behind my back? Are you Lucifer? Yeah. Honestly, this little panel uh, when they're both saying I'm going to be the Wizard King at the same exact time for the billionth time, uh, that little picture of uh, of uh, Lieb is very adorable, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <"Hey." laughs> um, so, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, let's go. Uh, you're a good guy. Uh, we're going to continue onward. And then we get this one panel that says Black Clover as Damnatio. 
the magic judge guy is walking over to the wizard king's uh room i guess who's uh in his room right now just being like Mm. something's weird i can't put my finger on it the vibe is off the vibe is definitely off yeah something's Mm. giving me mysterious my tea was a little off this morning Hmm. 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 Oh, hello, Damnatio. Oh, hi, Damnatio. Oh, hi, Damnatio. <laughs> and uh, that's when uh, Damnatio comes in. He's like, I've been, ever since the trial, I've been investigating the existence of devils. Uh, I've acquired these research materials, and these records are from 20 years ago that among the supreme devils matched to Kleepoth. I haven't had to say that in a while. Kleepoth. There was no devil known as Megicula. Uh, there are three devils who are said to be to rule the underworld: Luciferal gravity of gravity magic, also known as Satan. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm glad we got that one out. Uh, he was definitely Beelzebub. Isn't that also Satan? Beelzebub of spatial magic, which yes, it is also Satan. Uh, but uh, Beelzebub of spatial magic, which is I think uh, what Zeno. Uh, made a deal with, and uh, fine, and finally Astaroth of time magic. It's likely that, Mag- yeah, he said that it's likely that uh, Magicula is Astaroth's successor. For some reason, Astaroth vanished from the underworld, and while this may be a coincidence in all of those worlds' history, as far as I can tell, there's only been a single time magic user. And then the Wizard King is like, "Oh shit." It's me. It's been me? Oh, oh wait. <laughs> it's the... I'm my own grandfather? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, shit! Yeah, uh, so, you know. Oh, you fucking around with time magic, bro. Shit gets real weird. Yep. Old timey-wimey. Yep. So then, all of a sudden, uh, he starts getting possessed. He turns into a full adult from his child form. <laughs> and it's funny. Uh, the Wizard King's grimoire is said to be one that never closes. But we see a panel that we see the grimoire actually fucking close. Uh, as he taps Damnatio in the head, and I guess he just causes him to have a heart attack or something. Uh, and um, that's yeah, when... Yeah, he, 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 he takes him out. Yeah, he's done. And then that's when uh, the other demon guy that was at the scene pulls up with Lucifero's heart. And he's like, hey, it said exactly... It went exactly what you... It went basically <laughs> the way you said it would. Lucius Zogratis. And then... <laughs> not oh man things got kind of wild at the end but you know it worked out nope <laughs> nope exactly yeah one for one every event mm. everything that happened hey he is forearms in both of their chests hey he is the time wizard is it the time wizard <laughs> you can see the future i can't even talk shit now that makes sense yeah yeah well, this, this devil's still pretentious, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he even ends it by saying, Yes, the time has come. 
and uh, we get. <laughs> that's the voice I'm using for him from now. He's like, "Yes, the time is come." As uh, we enter our final arc, the Ultimate Wizard King arc. Wow. And uh, wow, uh, lots to unpack here. Um, wow. I don't think any of us could have seen that coming, but then. Uh, no. <laughs> yes, I did. You did? You did? No, I didn't, but I. When I read. The... All right. RGC, by the way. Yeah. Uh, worthy, I will say. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Before he had that fight with the Elven man, with uh, with uh, Petri, I think his Legolas. So whatever the fuck his name was, I think it was Petri. Um, Petri. What? Petri. I think it's Elf Man. I could be wrong. So yeah, Elf Man himself. All right, when he had the fight against him. Or no, prior to that fight, oh, I got weird vibes from Julius. He was so enthusiastic about, like, everything. I thought it was, like, kind of like a... Like, I, I felt like he was trying to throw us off on purpose, but I can't claim it. I can't act like, oh, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. I just felt like, oh, like, there was potential for it. For him being a bad guy. But I don't get how... I, was he a bad guy when he was older? No, right? Was yeah, he, he has just to under this, this huh? whole time. He must have been a bad guy. But wait, but, well, his, but when he was young, he didn't realize it. Well, that's the thing is that he hasn't been actively like it took up to this moment for him to like do the heel turn. So you know whatever this was, is he wasn't conscious of it before. Like the the inner demon woke up within him we'll find out obviously more yeah yeah but, we, um, we there's, there's so many questions i have yeah but how dope how are they gonna be how do they how do they win against julius before he he had to sacrifice his ability to save everyone in the kingdom or something like that right that's what it was basically i don't think he gives a shit about anybody else's life right now nope. probably not even this other Devil kid, yeah. I don't think he cares about him. I don't think he could care less. He's probably going to cut his head off as right after they finish their conversation because yeah. he doesn't care. useless. <laughs> mm, thanks for fetching my thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, were those all your thoughts? Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I don't have it in me tonight. To ponder <laughs> all of the uh, the 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 potential for what led up to this, I want to see what they have to say in a couple weeks, and it'll give me some time to reflect on this as well. Yeah, I thought this was a really interesting twist. Uh, I certainly didn't see it coming, uh, and it turns out I don't think many other people who are actual like fervent fans of Black Clover did either. Um, this is the first time I kind of looked into comments. Because I wanted to know, like, if they they did hint at this before, and you know whether they did or not wouldn't necessarily ruin it for me. Because in the moment, I was like, "Oh my god!" But uh, you're right. But I did looked a little bit in the Shonen Jump. They have a comment section I discovered. So uh, it turns out in the comment section of the Viz Media release, uh, a lot of people were actually taken aback by this. They didn't really know where this came from. 
And uh, I mean, they have these little panels that kind of. These little panels are just him like freaking out over magic. It doesn't necessarily like. Right, right. I, I guess he's trying to show like, yeah, there's a reason he was so eccentric about these things. That's why I'm not sure. Was he a bad guy when he was an adult? And then when he got converted to a child form, he didn't know. I, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to be consistent and say, you know, along the same lines of uh, of Gear 5 and Luffy, whether this was like kind of an ass pull or not, I don't, I for whatever reason, I don't think it was. Uh, I, I don't think it was either, actually. But I think this was always the plan. Yeah. And um, even if it wasn't, even if it was an ass pull, it's all about the execution, right? So it, it is all dependent on how well uh, Tabata can weave this into the lore of Black Clover overall. Like, I have not read Black Clover over from the beginning, so I cannot really make in that assessment. I don't have... I don't see that happening again either. I might. I don't foresee that in either of our futures. I might. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to read... That's that. my prediction. I actually started my read through of World Trigger, so I'm a little busy right now. Um, but as it stands, um, yeah, I, I know that I'm not really prepared to make that assessment one way or another. Uh, but, you know, Tabata's taking some time. Maybe he's taking some time. Is like, how can I weave this into my lore? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let me make sure that I wrap this shit up nicely. Which I'm okay with, and honestly, I'm yeah. Little... I'm really like the way he's been handling. I thought I thought Black Clover was about to be over. I'm excited. Me too. Uh, I thought it was over too, man. I mean, like I'm actually really excited. That's what's really good about Let's it go. is, is that we were both like, "Where do you go from here?" The Wizard King's a devil. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that works. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm very here for it. Uh, I'm here. I'm open to the to the possibilities. I, uh, which is a far cry from my feelings on Black Clover from when we started this podcast two three years ago. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm more excited for Black Clover now than I ever been. And you know, uh, Black Clover's chapters have been noticeably short as well. And I think like it's along the same lines of Horikoshi, where maybe he was getting a little tired, a little like burnt out as well. And burnout doesn't mean necessarily that you hate your series or anything, but you know you're just tired. There's a <laughs> there's a lot of uh, emotional labor that goes into creating something, especially like manga, where ninety percent of the responsibility of uh, the art and story is on you. So it's very difficult. Uh, I I feel like uh, casually on Twitter I've seen a lot of like weird controversy against Black Clover. I think a lot of people are well, not a lot of people. There's a, a sect of it that's kind of uh, turning. And I'd like to really uh, find out what people think about Black Clover at this juncture. Just because like, I want to know where the general fan base is at. I think it's kind of interesting. Because the little snippets I've seen on Twitter is that the fan base seems kind of divided as to what Black Clover's been like over the last few weeks. Uh, so if you're listening and you're a big Black Clover pl- fan, please let us know in the comments. What do you think? What did you think about this whole arc so far? What do you think about this twist? Uh, is there something Josh and I are not remembering that kind of like hints at this uh, kind of thing? Uh, I know we get like a solid amount of watchers, of uh, viewers uh, that watch that watch for a Black Clover coverage. So uh, please let us know what you guys think, uh, and we'll we'll get to you. We'll respond as well. So um, I don't have much else to say. This was my runner-up in terms of an RGC, uh, just because it was like really interesting. Uh, 
whether it's an ass pull or not, uh, I my initial gut reaction was like, this is pretty, pretty sick. Um, but uh, I think I'm uh, I'm all set on uh, Black Clover. Are you, Josh? Yeah, I'm set, man. Then let's go. Can't wait to see in the next two weeks. Hell yeah. Let- or I guess whenever it comes back. Yeah, there's no specification as to when Black Clover yeah. comes back. Actually, um, let me see if like the jump has back is back. Yeah, there's no like indication. So Black Clover could be gone for a little while longer. Than indicator. That. So let's uh, let's move onward. Uh, we'll miss you, Black Clover. <laughs> Undead Unlock. This is Undead Unlock chapter one hundred and eight. Reason. Um, a lot of this chapter has to do with the flashback of Rip uh, coming off of his return to the series, uh, seemingly on Andy's side, but it turns out nope. He's here to fuck up Andy and take his spot on the arc. Uh, and uh, make it to the next loop. Uh, Take his points. Yeah, he's not on. Produce the world trigger now. Yeah, he yeah he ain't on that. He ain't on nobody's side. This is Jujutsu Kaisen. Give me a point. Itadori made the rule. Yeah, I want your points. Yeah, that's actually what happens. But we'll get into that. A lot of this chapter is a flashback on Rift Pass, which I feel like we knew already. I I didn't know about this actually. I remember the story that like he was a doctor and the, there was uh, this girl that he loved uh, that he killed because he was a doctor and he was going to perform surgery on her and his unrepairability caused her like yeah. incision to never heal. See, I forgot all about that. Well, I guess that's Thank good. Yeah, it's. I guess it's good that we have this then because like. Undead Unluck has been moving at a pretty quick pace for a while now, so it's easy to forget little details um, of these characters' pasts. Um, but yeah, that's that's the bulk of it, is that uh, it's following Rip's journey from childhood into uh, school, learning, you know, uh, going to medical school, uh, Latla going to try to, like, save her spiritually, um... And, you know, they're both, like, working hard, kind of competing in a way to save her. Um, and there was this moment where uh, her uh, Layla, the girl that they're trying to save, um, says that him and Rip should get, her and Rip should get married uh, once this is all over and she's healed. Um, and then, you know, we get to the faded day where, you know, he does the scalpel thing, but uh his negation takes into effect and the incision is unable to like cut uh and is unable to close basically and this shit is traumatic like uh, yeah i don't know about you rob i was a little hard to read this shit i was like oh my god yeah it's the thing that you worked super hard on and it's also the thing that you are working to save on your loved one's life yeah it's brutal man it is very Yo. So check this out. Let this be a lesson to how, like, if you just miss one detail, sometimes everything could get could be ruined. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see earlier that. All right, I just I had the assumption that they were all siblings. No, in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So when he had out in the forest and he gave her a kiss, I was like. What the <laughs> fuck? Whoa! 
Bro, not only is she handicapped, my nigga, terminally ill, but that's... But that was his friend. I get it. That's why she was like, get with her. And I was like, what type of nasty <laughs> fucking situation God. is this? Come on, bro. You gotta- Rip, what is... What happened? Ew, gross. <laughs> gross, Rip. <laughs> incest Rip. Yeah. Oh, the incest doctor. Rip, Incest. <laughs> Give me 40 cc's of incest. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's rough. It's a good thing you read again. That's crazy how you thought that. They look nothing alike. Um, No, but she is Lotless' sister. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably why you're... Lotla. Lotla. Um, but yeah, you know, she's bleeding. Uh, and she passes the away. day after he kisses her. Yeah, for the says, first time in their whole life, and she sees her. And they're talking about life together after the surgery. And you know, mm-hmm. womp womp womp. <laughs> uh, and at that point, that's when we cut to the present. And um, he says, "Like I don't give a fuck about slaying God or Ragnarok. I don't give you a know shit." That. And then he reveals that. Uh, Ark is the round table after all. The whole time it's been Ark. Imagine Andy's just like, no, it's not. He didn't know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> he does a Luffy, you know, you remember that one time Luffy lied? And he was like, <laughs> I don't know. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking out the side of his face. No, and he's looking at him like, "Oh shit, is oh, it? Oh damn, wow, I sat there too, man. They didn't even <laughs> tell me. We were all sitting there. Yeah, she just Whoa. had a, she just had a sitting in the ark this whole time. <laughs> damn it, juice, juice, you and your old crap of in the head ass, <laughs> fucking cyclops arm ass, cyclops arm, whack ass justice power. Yeah, what is what is that shit? Your forehead's mad wide, Jews. <laughs> no, it's not. I just... Yeah. That was the meanest thing I could think of at the moment. That's fair. Um, So, yeah, basically, it's like, in order to initiate the loop, you need points, right? Uh, And, you know, those are the points that were alluded to by Huis when uh, she called out to the moon and was like, I'll give you all my points. I'll transfer all my points to these two. Um, So... Yeah, there's a point system involved in all this. Uh, and um, the only, uh, the one with, Huis lost all her points, which means Victor is the person with the most points currently. Uh, and Victor is obviously Andy. So Andy has the most points right now. So Rip is like, hand them over. I want your points, all of them. And he pulls out his scalpel. He's like, I'll cut you and you'll never f- be fixed. I'll cut you real fucking nice. <laughs> I'll give you an incision. I'll give you the nicest incision you've ever seen. And never heal from ever. Yeah, I'm a I'm doctor. Like, do the same thing you did before, which I don't remember what it was. I cut your gallbladder. <laughs> give me your points. But um, that yeah, that's where the chapter ends. Um, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Um, I think Rip is going to murder Andy. Oh, you think that's it? No. Um, I was fascinated by their backstory. And no, not because of 
the incest aspect to it. <laughs> okay, Christian. I wasn't going to okay. say anything about that. I was going to not because down. of that. Okay. You know, it was like I said, it was really traumatic. It was really emotional. Um, Undead Unluck does a really good job with these like emotional callbacks. I don't know why I'm such a sucker for it in this series, but then when it happens in my hero academia, I could care. Yes, like, <laughs> I don't know why. I, I I don't think it's biased. I think Undead Unluck just does it in such a way that I don't know makes me. It's it's just relatable in such a way. Damn, man, he said, bitch, you've been dying since I was 10 years old, but don't worry, I got this. And then his negator ability. Yeah. Most people, when their ability activates, it's like some lit shit. And he just killed his wife. Yeah. His negation... Helpful. His negation waited for him to accumulate college debt. It couldn't happen at any other point, yo. <laughs> yeah. It waited for him to take out a small loan so he could go to college and med school. So now he's stuck with the bills as well. <laughs> right. No, he can't ever be an actual doctor to make that money back. <laughs> no. Wow. Damn. That's the cruelest thing God's ever Jules. done. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> <That> bitch. <laughs> uh, it's her fucking fault. Yeah. 100%. She rode the ark and made everything weird. Right? They shuffle the world every time they take the ark. I'm sure his life was better before. Yeah, no, it, it just goes back in time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's trying to go back in time to the point where he didn't kill his wife. So that's what this is his all for. Pre wife, pre fiance. His pre fiance. No, they're married. They're like fiance because she proposed to him. So, you know. You proposed to him? Yeah, they're fianced. Oh, no, wait. It's unclear who says that. I, it was probably Rip. Anyway. He uh, put a ring on her finger, Robo. All right. I mean, you know, it's hard to do that when you're about to perform surgery. It's best to not have any rings on, probably. You got me there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my thoughts in this chapter. I agree with you. I thought, um, although I knew this information, uh, I thought it was cool to see it play out. Um, Rip's, Rip's been, you know, kind of a recurring character. Um Kind of like the uh, Sasuke esque kind of guy for Undead. Yeah, he Luck. really wants to be Sasuke, but he's just not. Yeah, yeah, but um, no, he he's, get bit by Rochimaru. Yeah, he's been interesting enough, and uh, he's been fun to watch. And uh, I, uh, I'm very interested to see where he goes from here. His, uh, his, his backstory is appropriately sad for me to care. <laughs> but um, <laughs> unlike Josh, I care about all back backstories evenly because I am what. The unbiased king. And apparently not a fan of incest storytelling. Not at all. Not 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 a fan. Anyway, uh I think that's it for my thoughts on Undead Unlock. I thought it was a solid chapter overall. Um not uh I have to wait till next chapter to really get into the meat of this. I don't know how they're gonna make amends after this. Because this is like the 17th time Rip has tried to kill them. And it's like, at, at a certain point, it's like, all right, bro, no more chances. Right, right. It, it, it's hard for the die. Yeah. It's hard for the die. Where's Lala at? Yeah. She could die. Yeah, she's out of here also. And the bunny rabbit can die. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs>
But uh, oh, they all did. Yeah, they all did die. Yep, Rip, it's your turn too. Yeah. Anyway, that was undead unluck, and uh, that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore thirty seven, uh, and at NY Chillin on Twitter. Uh, you can uh, follow Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow him on uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline for his streaming. He plays video games. So check him out on that. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll uh, when the official release comes out on Viz every Sunday. Uh, check us out on that. Vote for your favorite series and we'll announce it uh, at the uh, at Oh, during the show, uh, you could email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, please let us know. Or you can comment underneath whatever video you're watching, whether it's the full version or the little highlight breakouts we make for you. Give us a subscribe while you're at it. Please do that. That would be super cool. Uh, subscribe, like, share, all that stuff. Uh, we've been steadily glow- growing. We're almost at 100 subs. Uh, which is a pretty big milestone for us, our uh, our small little uh, podcast. Uh, very proud of that. Uh, you can see, so yeah, give us a subscribe. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, wherever you listen to audio podcasts. We're on those. The audio version of the podcast usually goes up first, if that's an incentive for you guys. Uh, give us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening to while you're at it, if you are so inclined. Uh, and uh, I believe that's it thank you guys so much for listening next week uh, jump is off but uh, we should have world trigger in place so we can do a monthly episode next Monday uh, that will be Boruto Dragon Ball Super uh, world trigger and uh, we'll do some maybe some American comic coverage finally after uh, what feels like a month and a half of teasing it but we do have stuff to talk about uh, we'll talk a little bit about that next week uh, and we do have a question from Sketchy Mike that we'll get to next week as well. Uh, but uh, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Stay safe, New Job citizens. Peace out, guys. <laughs>